0: It's Wednesday, April the 29th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. Coming up, France's lockdown to end and HSBC's profits fall. First, the world in brief. France's Prime Minister, Edouard Philippe, announced that the country would begin to emerge from lockdown on May 11th. Mr. Philippe warned that France, which has the fourth-highest death toll of any country from COVID-19, at over 23,000, would have to learn to live with the virus. Around the world, the number of confirmed infections passed 3 million. Russia's lockdown was extended until at least mid-May, as President Vladimir Putin warned the most intense stage of the fight against COVID-19 still lies ahead. Russia has more than 93,500 confirmed cases, placing it eighth globally, ahead of China and Iran. The virus, along with the collapsing oil price, has battered the economy, which is expected to contract 5% this year. Russia also called for a diplomatic solution to fighting in Libya after Khalifa Haftar, a rebel leader, called a UN-mediated agreement to establish a unity government, a thing of the past. Efforts to reach a negotiated outcome were further complicated by accusations that a militia associated with the UN-supported government killed five civilians using a Turkish drone. President Donald Trump will sign an executive order requiring meat processing plants to stay open to protect America's food supply. The order will also give companies more liability protection if employees become infected with COVID-19 at work. Unions have raised hackles about worker safety and with good reason. The disease claimed its 58,233rd American life on Tuesday, more than died during the Vietnam War. HSBC reported a 48% drop in profits for the first quarter of this year, compared with the same period in 2019. The British Bank increased its provisions to cover bad loans, as customers struggled to repay them during the pandemic. HSBC has put aside $3 billion, up from $585 million a year ago. It has also postponed plans to cut 35,000 jobs. The European Commission proposed offering temporary capital relief to banks, hoping to encourage lending of up to 450 billion euros dollars). The move would ease regulations put in place after the 2007-2009 global financial crisis. Banks have been inundated with requests for new loans during the pandemic, and expect higher rates of default on existing ones. And British Airways is axing up to 12,000 jobs, nearly a third of its workforce. The carrier is in a stronger financial position than many of its European competitors. However, BA does not expect demand for air travel to return to 2019 levels for several years. Across the Atlantic, Southwest Airlines posted its first quarterly loss in nearly a decade. And now, here's today's agenda. A taste of what's to come. America's economy. If the experience of its largest economy is anything to go by, the world is in for a rough and lengthy ride. Millions of Americans have been laid off in a matter of weeks. The best estimates put the current unemployment rate at 15-20%, compared with 3.5% just before the pandemic hit. Figures out today will offer a first glimpse at the impact on America's economic growth. They cover January to March when social distancing and lockdowns were largely not in place, but will nonetheless make for unhappy reading. An annualised GDP decline in the region of 4% is far from impossible. The bigger question on many analysts' minds is how deep the recession could get. Thanks to a raft of stimulus measures, unemployment will probably not rise much further. But by the end of the year, America's GDP could end up 5-10% below where it was at the beginning. Don't shoot the messenger. Facebook braces for bad news. The social media giant turned to a favorite tactic last week, mimicking a popular competitor. Facebook deployed it in the past against Snap, another social media firm. This time it tried to lure users of Zoom, a video conferencing platform. A new service, Messenger Rooms, offers a similar experience while trying to fix Zoom's flaws, such as concerns around privacy. But investors will be more interested in Facebook's bread and butter business when it reports quarterly earnings today. Although activity on Facebook has leapt thanks to housebound, news-hungry users spending on advertising, its main revenue source has shriveled as businesses cut costs to weather the pandemic. Facebook will probably try to cheer investors by pointing to its recent $5.7 billion investment from Geo Platforms, an Indian telecoms provider, which builds on its already dominant position in the world's second biggest internet market. Yet it will be hard to distract them from weak revenue. Facebook may report its first year-on-year quarterly decline. In the soup, Thailand's economy. Today's industrial production figures will show that Thailand's factory output declined in March for the 11th month running. Southeast Asia's second biggest economy was ailing before Covid-19. Now it is suffering the deepest recession in the region. The IMF expects GDP to fall by 6.7% this year. The country's two economic mainstays, tourism and trade, are suffering. Although a fiscal stimulus equivalent of 3% of GDP is underway, domestic demand is in a funk. Some 20 million people have applied for state aid and a third of the workforce faces unemployment. Poverty and inequality are rising. Despite this grim outlook and just seven new COVID-19 infections reported yesterday, the government has extended the state of emergency and lockdown measures until the end of May. Thailand's last economic calamity in 1997 became known as the tom Yum kung crisis after a searingly hot local soup. This one will not be any easier to swallow. In need of a bump start, Volkswagen. Two days after it restarted production at the world's biggest car factory in Wolfsburg in northern Germany, Europe's largest car maker today reports its results for the first quarter. They are bound to be gloomy. China, which spent the beginning of the year in the throes of the COVID-19 outbreak, accounts for 40% of Volkswagen's sales. Although China is reopening, consumers in the Middle Kingdom and elsewhere will remain anxious for the foreseeable future. Herbert Diess, VW's boss, is calling for a stimulus package funded by the German government to revive the industry, including a buyer's premium for both petrol-powered and electric cars. He hopes that VW will cope without direct state aid and insists that he intends to pay shareholders a dividend for 2019, although he may cut it if VW ends up taking government money. On May 5th, he will make his case, alongside the bosses of rivals Dahmer and BMW, to Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel. Hasty reopening. The Czech Republic. Six weeks into lockdown, Czechs woke up to unexpected freedom last Friday. After a late-night cabinet decision, they were suddenly allowed to go out in groups of up to 10. This week, some shops, gyms, libraries and even zoos have opened. And in two weeks, Czechs should be able to enjoy a tipple in their favourite beer garden. Under mounting legal and economic pressure, the government has sped up its plans to relax lockdown measures. A court struck down restrictions last week including a stay-at-home order and some retail closures after the government used the wrong act to introduce them. Other European countries, such as Britain, are now looking to Prague to gauge how swiftly they can reopen. So far, the pandemic has been reined in. 227 people diagnosed with Covid-19 have died. But epidemiologists worry that the country is reopening too quickly. Czechs will hope the coming weeks do not prove them right. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Emperor Hirohito, Who was born on this date in 1901. Unite your total strength to be devoted to construction for the future. That's it from The Economist morning briefing available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists including our current affairs podcast The Intelligence by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast.